0: What's
1: up, it's John Boy and Jake Radio, it is Friday, May 10th, May the 10th, be better than the 9th, they like to say, Jake's 6th to 9th favorite month of the year, and uh, we're late to the show, we apologize, I apologize, I uh, held everyone up,
2: Jake, how are you doing? You've kept saying the May month thing, and it might be higher than that. Like May's a pretty good month.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you've never corrected me, so I just thought it was—I was around with like well, six to nine. Well, assumptions
2: are dangerous, Jim. They make out um, of a, a, they make an ass out of you and you. You gotta just pay the refs in Game Seven. That's the only way to not make an assumption these days. Seeing your dirty sharks hat on again. Um, happy Friday! Uh, you're having a morning. Yeah, well,
1: I knew we were going to be delayed because yesterday the Yankees decided not to have an early game on Getaway Day. Getaway Day is also podcast day, so we recorded Talking Yanks, also Six Pack Cinema I got to edit. So I was up till 2.30 editing and posting, you know, shows. So I knew I was going to let myself sleep in and we were going to do the show a little later. Katie's not feeling well. she got a sore throat, which then I kind of woke up with a sore throat and and, uh, Katie she, when Katie gets sick, she gets sick hard. It's adorable. But then she doesn't like it that I laugh and smile at her because she's right. just like,
0: Ooh,
1: <laughs> cracks me up. Anyway, so I had to go get uh, some medicine for her, which I'm always bad at. I messed it up. Just she takes medicine that I've never taken. I'm not a huge medicine guy. It's water and ibuprofen for me. Sure. She prescribes to like all the other stuff. Which I just never dabbled in. Like one time I had to buy her cough syrup and I messed it up. Another time I had to buy her Benadryl, and I messed it up. Uh, this today I had to buy her Mucinex, and I messed that up.
2: So, so what? What's your argument? Uh, no,
1: oh, nothing. I'm just dumb. Okay,
2: just want to make sure.
1: I'm just. It just reminds me of my dad a lot. Where I'm standing there, this is my dad's life, uh, right. and it's it's my maybe it's a lot of men's lives uh, or women, the dumb person in the relationship, whoever that be. I go to the store to buy her medicine while she's sick and I stand in the aisle, Jake, and I scan the 15 different kinds of Mucinex and I go, I have no idea what the normal one is. I have no idea which one she likes. Right. I'm there's there's 15 options. I have the odds of me getting the wrong one are so high. Right. And then eventually I just try and pick the one that I think Fits what she's got going on, and it looks like the most normal, popular one. And I got it wrong, so
2: yeah, gotta uh, gotta read a little bit. I um, I obviously this is a huge struggle for me with the not caring and um, the way those stores are set up, it is a trap. because um, you do get a lot of different versions. There's three different places. That you, my problem is there's three different places you can find everything, and it's always gonna be the last place I look. Um, like I know there's a chance it's in this aisle, this aisle, this aisle, um, it's always going to be the last one. And then you have to do the option game. Um, my, my last time going to Walgreens or one of those stores when we needed something. Um, and, and no, my normal Walgreens run is like deodorant, uh, razor blades, um, and then I usually walk out with like a protein par Gatorade just cause I mean, so is life. Uh, formerly AAA batteries, no more got the rechargeable AAA's. A's. Hey, hey, so life's pretty good, but you throw out the friendly, like, Hey, going to Walgreens, you need something. Jesse hit me with the makeup remover. It and sounds was, like
1: a shower. Just say, was, Oh yeah, we got one of those. It's called a shower.
2: I, uh, I mean, I, I think I sent back, LOL. <laughs> I like up. if you, if you think I'm getting back the product you want, you know, that's insane. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I might, I might have to dig through the text cause th- th- there was something else too. And there was two products and it was like, I'm guaranteed going over on this. Like, and you know that like, it's almost, it's almost like what's up. Um, so I walked in basically planning on giving the, like, this just wasn't happening. Like, I'm, I'm so, you know, this, and I know this, like, I'm sorry, but I could not help you with this, but I walked into Walgreens and it was kind of empty and that's a big twist. Um, that is a big twist. Um, uh, it depends how many people are in Walgreens. Slash CVS Slash Rite Aid wh- whatever your whatever your poison is because if it's mobbed in there it's oh my god head down let's get out of here asap if it's if it's got some freedom you can breathe a little bit so I walk in it was empty and uh, a friendly lass as I walked in was like can I help you find anything it's like absolutely you can I was like you know what let's do the dance today and i just like blurted out i was like makeup remover and she was like what kind i was like this this is your burden now i told you what i want yeah um so i got that i forget what the other thing was but i mean i i honestly was probably peacocking for about a week um that i brought back 80% of the right items that were needed
1: yeah that's good that's a good it's good call
2: huge hit rate
1: I mean, I have my things, too. So, like, if I was to tell Katie to go get me deodorant or, like, shaving cream, and she brought home gel deodorant and foam shaving cream, I'd I'd be like, this isn't, I don't like this. But I just, I wouldn't say it. I'd just use it. Anyway. Right. Uh, Then, Jake, I went to Dunkin' Donuts, which is across the street, which the Dunkin' Donuts on the island... They just hired a bunch of crackheads that have no idea what's going on. They get confused by my order every single time, which is a large iced coffee, black. Nice. Bottles my mind that people will get confused by that. And I asked for a turbo shot. And uh, then the guy goes, whoa, uh, all coffee with a turbo shot. Someone's looking to get wired. And I Mm -hmm. said, yep, that's the goal. That's a nice
2: voice. You almost did a fun Jake voice there.
1: And he, he said, I said, that's the goal. And he said, you really want to get wired. You got to go outside the box. Ooh. Okay.
2: Said, yeah. Let I me said, in.
1: I said, ah, nice. And he said, I'm talking about that illegal stuff. And I was like, I know, buddy. And then I walked out because I don't want to have that conversation with you.
2: I do. See, that's where you're missing out. Those are the conversation. That's life. <laughs> that's no, <laughs> Those conversations you, are life. Baby. You would
1: have you walked out. You don't want to have a crackhead offer you
2: crack. <laughs> Uh well I, I'm i not gonna agree with you there. Uh so I walk I, I lead the conversation as far as I can for him to invite me into the back room and then I say, I would, buddy, gotta go though. Yeah, I just like and then every time I go to my local coffee shop I get offered crack. And, and I, I went- like that and I'd brag about it on this podcast. <laughs>
1: I went across the street to get a bagel, a breakfast sandwich, uh support the local local place, not Dunkin' Donuts. Uh so I go across the street to this place. It just opened up because the summer's just coming around. They have the card reader out. So I look at that and I'm like, okay, they accept card. Great. I make my order. I go to pay. He's like, oh, our card reader's broken. Just cash only. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. Tell me that up front. You got a card reader sitting right there. So then I'm I had to walk. had a card reader. I had to go. I walk back to Rite Aid. I bought Katie some hundred grand bars uh, to get nice. cash back. We, me, and him, we we laugh because the bagel place is now selling sushi, and we're like, "Who the fuck's gonna eat that or trust that?" Like, that's right. wh- what's going on there, and uh, we're laughing. And in that Who laughing, brought up the sushi. Me, I was, I was, I was telling them like, I need cash back for the bagel place, blah blah, blah. and then I was like, "You know, the Terrell sushi now." And then the people at Rite Aid were like, they're selling sushi? Oh,
2: I, was like, I thought you said you were talking about this at the bagel place. No, we went back to Rite Aid oh, to get okay. cash back. I thought, I thought it was post-cash back. You went back to the sushi bagel place, and they were laughing that they were like, yeah, yeah we're selling <laughs> sushi now? What the hell is this?
1: <laughs> I'll finish this up real quick. Uh, so I go to get on? cash back, but we're talking. We're having fun. I forget to hit the cash back button, mm-hmm. so now I've just bought 200-gram bars for just buying them. No cash back. So I'm like, fuck. So I grab a 35 cent caramel and I say, okay, let's buy this and get cash back. It works. And he goes, ah, shit, this register's empty. (laughs) It's like, no. It's like, what the fuck? So he's like, yeah, this is the backup because it was a line. So I go to the next one, buy the caramel, get cash back, walk back across the street to the bagel place. And the weirdest part was he offered me another bag and I didn't get that. Like the bagel was in a bag. I grab it. He goes, "Do you want another bag?" And I almost wanted to ask, "What would I use it for?" <laughs> like,
2: why would I need another bag? Sometimes you need another bag, man.
1: <laughs> uh, so anyway, that was my morning. But but it's it's a perfect sweater sweater out. Like I'm in shorts and a hoodie, and that's the ideal Swether. sweater. Sweater.
2: Sweater. That's what you said. I think that's I think that's all you need.
1: Sweater. It's sweater out. Okay. Sweater.
2: Uh, and uh and I got my you turbo coffee. Just created coffee. a word, bud. Yeah celebrate have a caramel or something i think i gave it to katie oh god you're such a lush
1: that was my morning let's do sports how are well, you was feeling your, about shit oh, wait we got to do our you got to give me your score for yesterday and we got yesterday do so we fast. win series
2: no. recap um shoulder still hurt didn't work out uh dog went to day camp got the apartment clean dog still tired from day camp that's good Watch basketball. It was a six. I think it's your best day this week. My bets have been Nostradamusy lately.
1: Yeah, people have been calling you uh, the ugly Nostradamus.
2: The ugly, the ugly, short, fat Nostradamus. Jake, I hate when you're mean to yourself. No, those are what people are saying.
1: Solid six. Cool. I had a really good day yesterday. Nice. We did some stuff. My cousin AJ came. Haven't seen him in a while, so that was good to reconnect. Yeah. Uh, my grandma got rid of her dog, which is very sad for my grandma, but good right. for my grandma because she was basically a battered wife living in fear of her own tiny little miniature poodle, who was the biggest bitch ever. Um, right. I mean, if you've, if you've listened to this show, any show, or met me, I think you had to have run into a My Grandma's Dog is the Worst story. Um, yeah. So, like, Georgie was leaving, and they're like, do you want to go say goodbye georgie has been in our lives for nine years, and I said no. I hate that dog. Right. So I feel bad for my grandma; she's lonely. But that was a good day. Um, had lunch with my aunts, and then Yankees win. We do a podcast. I like doing all that stuff. Six point uh, six point six. No, six point seven. How about that?
2: Nice. Nice. All
1: right. Let's let's move on to the sports. Desportes. Here. The
0: sport.
1: Is your Tri-State Minute?
0: The, wheel don't come off the, top.
1: the Yankees beat the Mariners three to one, win the series three to one. Hap, the bullpen, Urshela and Maven—two guys that Cashman traded nothing for—are the heroes. It's fun in Yankee Land right now. Five and two, they go on to play the Rays for a battle of first place down in Tampa. The Mets have an off day. Did they have an off day yesterday, Jake, before hosting Miami today? Yes, of course, they have a game today. It's Friday. Landon Collins is talking shit, says the Redskins got the best quarterback, and the Giants will regret their decision. The Jets open minicamp, and they're calling it orientation day. Which is kind of what you and I said. Like, it's not Rennie really yeah. Camp. It's just Happy orientation day. Yeah, so that's good. And Tim, Tim Tebow is hitting 131 in AAA. Chad Green, Yankees reliever, struck him out on three pitches a week ago, and we missed it. No, I watched that video. I watched that video. I shared it. All I this. When when that video surfaced of Chad Green striking out Tim Tebow a week ago, I, I like quote tweeted it and I said I can't believe Tim Tebow is spending his days as a minor leaguer still. Yeah, it's almost impressive because it does mean he just loves baseball, but it's so weird because he never played it like he played football. <laughs> I don't know, man. Whole yeah. thing blows my mind.
2: Uh, I, you know God wills it with Big Timmy um he he had a big uh he had a pinch hit game winning double yesterday so maybe that sparks his season uh yeah would love if he gets a major league at bat uh would be must watch tv which we always support um but yeah i mean when you actually think about it in the grand scheme i mean timmy can make so much money doing so many different things cuz he's, he's like
1: Riding the bus,
2: famous, and he's just playing Triple A baseball in the beautiful Northeast in April. Um, but so, I mean, Triple so, A baseball—it's
1: the most humbling league.
2: Every league Tim's played in has been humbling. To be fair, though,
1: yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Like you're riding around in a bus, playing in front of people who are not there to watch you. They're just there because it's a place that sells tickets with seats. Anything could be going on in the middle of the field. They're well, kind of
2: there to watch Tim.
1: They were, but yeah. I don't know if they still are.
2: <laughs> now that might that might even be the bad part about it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And and it's a sport where if you get out 75% of the time, that's good. So it's a right. humbling sport. What's he doing?
2: He's trying to make the Mets, man. Dude, I think he
1: likes, and I'm not trying to say this as a knock at all because it's a really good characteristic, but I think he likes the, almost like the pasture pasture act part of it. Like he's traveling bus to bus, spreading the good word in different cities to different kids Ooh. and like being nice. Because he's, have you ever watched people that meet him like, When he doesn't know he's being filmed, he's, like, super, super nice.
2: I've got a question for you. Yeah. Knowing the Mets, that organization as a whole, Tim Tebow, the whole story, like, what are the odds Tim Tebow plays professional baseball? Um, like, would you put it at five percent? Like, if the Mets season goes downhill and it's like, well, we might as well call up Timmy, sell a couple tickets. Would you call it five percent?
1: No. I'd go higher. Okay. Well, the Mets have to be out of it. If the Mets are out of it,
2: right, which is possible.
1: <laughs> if the Mets are out of it when rosters expand, right. Why I I'd almost say like, why wouldn't you call Tebow up? You don't need- right. You could use him as a pinch hitter once, but just to say we Tebow's up, like, I don't know, but then you become a headline team.
2: But I think you want to be a headline team and sell tickets and stuff. And that's, that's where Jim, I I know it's, I feel like the, the pastor stuff and, and all of the other side Timbo, Timbo stuff that is, I mean, (laughs) it's all actually really nice and great stuff. (laughs) He's like one of the more genuine good guys there's ever been. Um, Jimmy, if I told you today that you could go make 40,000 bucks playing minor league baseball and there's a 20 percent chance you're going to be called up and be on the Mets roster for half a month, <laughs> uh, see you <ya>, bud. <laughs> like you're going. I'm not doing that. It's playing professional baseball. It's the chance to play it's the chance to have a major league hit. To if be I had a baseball, if, I mean, if I forever.
1: had if I had any skill, I, I that does not call my name. Maybe seven years ago, but that, if you
2: had t- even Tim Tebow's skill, to, yeah, to sure, hit, to hit at a one a one twenty clip, like sure. you're doing it,
1: yeah. If I had Tim Tebow's skill, but you know? I, don't, I don't, I wouldn't do that.
2: Right, but he's also in really good shape from his other practices and stuff like that. Um, but I, if you were in Tim Tebow's shoes, I think you could throw out some of the pastor stuff and that stuff. And if I was Maybe in Tim there's Tebow's a little sh- twist, but he thought- can play Major League Baseball. If, I was if in he Tim- basically stays healthy and the Mets are bad in September, which they normally are, he gets to play Major League Baseball. But you're
1: forgetting the biggest part. Tim Tebow had options to play NFL football, just not quarterback. He had options to play quarterback in Canadian Football League. I would have taken those if I'm Tim Tebow.
2: Yeah, the uh, the quarterback thing becomes the interesting conversation. And then, um, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's a top-leaguer bust guy.
1: Yeah, whatever. So he's still doing that thing. And the Yankees won. Do you want to share anything? Cash God doing good things?
2: Uh yeah, I mean just uh just uh who are these Yankees are still uh still kind of racking up some dubs. We'll uh we'll see. We're we're gonna see some really good baseball this weekend uh in the circus tent in Tampa.
1: <sighs> that place blows.
2: Yes. Oh, Landon Collins talking shit. Do you care about this? What's the full quote? Um, I, I think it's a little funny cause, um, I think if this was just an, a ra- a regular Redskins player, you'd be like, yeah, I mean, what's, what's a Redskins player going to say? Yet yeah, we got the best quarterback. We love our guy, blah, blah, blah. Landon Collins <laughs> just coming from the Giants who declined to pay him and are now getting paid by the Redskins. It's like, yeah, this is the most obvious <laughs> situation of all time. Yeah.
1: I don't care that he said this. He's got to pump uh, up his quarterback.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it's just – it's funny. It's almost funny that it is news because it's it's a classic – yeah, I mean, Landon Collins is obviously going to say this. Um, I The happiest news, man, because we were all over this when the Giants did their mini camp. The Jets changed it. They're calling it orientation. They're, they're going to do – you know, slap a couple pads and look nice and stuff, but it's basically a meet and greet, and I'm glad – the the jets are being open about that team jets yeah
1: we did have a lot of fun with that who was the, who was the standout guy i'm blanking on his name deandre uh,
2: the the corner from georgia um not barrett not lawrence is it barrett no i don't know whatever baker That's, there's good deandre baker
1: deandre baker calling it orientation good job the jets
2: good job the jets you've you've figured out one thing <laughs>
1: Let's go to the National Minute.
2: National Minute. Sixers. 76ers win at home. Everyone was shocked because they got killed the game before, but if you listen to Poppy Gordo, you knew that was a punt game. Sixers win at home for game six, game seven Sunday in Toronto. Portland wins at home for game six. Game seven, Sunday in Denver. Seth Curry, a little brawl, Jim, at the end of that game. Seth Curry calls the Nuggets sassy in the most Curry brothers trash talk ever. Tony Romo is playing in the Byron Nelson Classic. We forgot about golf for a while. Albert Pujols, I know, machine. I just Albert gets his two thousandth RBI. One of three players to ever do it. The fan. Keeps the ball is a human idiot because he doesn't do any of the locker room stuff and the ball doesn't get verified, so the ball is useless to him. Bruins, Boston, Title Town, get the duck boats ready. They take game one of the Eastern Conference hockey finals against Carolina, and the big news tonight will be Golden State at Houston, game six.
1: Did you see the picture of the guy who caught the Albert Pools' ball?
2: Uh, no. Hot body, handsome face, or what? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. What should I? What should I Google? I googled Albert Pools. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. Tigers fan with this one of the sloppier looks you can you can have.
1: That dude. Yeah.
2: That dude sucks.
1: Yeah <laughs> Yeah. That dude uh Yeah. His house has an aroma.
2: A lot that's of a really that's a really good way to describe this guy. Okay. I'm you glad. walk into his apartment and you could be you could be bird boxing it and you know exactly where you are. Yeah. There's only one place in the world that smells like that, and it's his apartment.
1: Someone said to show it on the screen since they are watching on their phone. Let me see if He's I can- got
2: a grosso beard going on, grosso hair. Um, tigers, Tigers, not even shirzy. Like it's just a shirt that says Tigers. I think, and like a. Just a lazy hoodie. Here we go. Like, it's on the, if you're, you're
1: watching on the screen now, there's that's what he looks like. Unkempt.
2: Unkempt.
1: Unkempt. Anyway, he caught Albert pool's record ball and refused to give it back, nor have it authenticated, so it's worth nothing now. This is what he said. I'm reading this for the first time. I did not know it when it was hit. I had just gotten to my seat. I had been there like eight seconds and boom. I know about it now. Obviously, I don't know. It's been a rat race so far, but I've got a brother who's a huge St. Louis Cardinals fan, so I might give him the best gift ever.
2: Where do you stand on that? Like it's, his brother is a diehard number one Albert Pujols fan. No, because you just go meet Albert Pujols and you have him sign everything in the world and it's fine. There's, there's no out, dude. Sucks. I don't know, man. Like,
1: whatever. I don't get keeping a ball.
2: Right. I'm such Have you a, kept pack a ball r- From a game before.
1: When I was a little kid, we talked about this on Talking Yanks. When I was a little kid, I had all of right. them. They're gone now.
2: Well, he's using his brother on that.
1: Yeah. Well, I think his brother's is his age. Maybe or older, because Albert Pujols is an old dude. Um, but like, yeah, you know, what's better, a ball on your bookshelf, or a memory of meeting Albert Pujols, going in the clubhouse, getting free tickets for a game, money?
2: Like, it, yeah, at like Albert Pujols is two two thousandth RBI, which I mean. It's in baseball, feats is cool, but you say it, and it doesn't sound cool at all. No, I don't care um, about that. That's what it, well, if it was like, you know, the 7-15 home run that broke Henry Aaron, like, okay, you, you start to get, I mean, that's cool at least, like 2,000 RBIs. Eh. Um, but, yeah, you you just you totally screwed this up. Fix it.
1: 33-year-old law student about that well his brother might be happy we probably would have been happier just to meet out pools whatever who cares yeah bummer what else what else is on the news here Seth Curry's calling the the nugget sassy
2: yeah there was a little uh classic little NBA playoff uh tussle there uh guy went down he like bumped into um bumped into will to thrill Barton Barton gave Seth the classic finger in the face, the classic don't touch me finger in the face. And then we had the mini skirmish. And I mean, just it's an all time Curry brother quote calling, calling the other team sassy.
1: It's kind of a good quote. Cause it's a great quote. I love it. it. What do you, if you get called sassy, that's you're, you're trying to be like, like, Badass and angry And just to have someone else just be like Oh, it's, quit being sassy yeah. I ain't sassy, sassy.
2: I'm mad <laughs> It's like, is oh, that, you're, we,
1: you're so sassy we, ta-
2: we talked about it yesterday uh, With the, uh, is the locker room divided thing uh, You call someone sassy There's not really A good comeback from that Because you come back and be like, no dude We're not sassy, and you're like, well that Even that sounded a little sassy Yeah yeah, it's weird. Sass, sassy. Sassy kitten. You ever been
1: called sassy?
2: Uh, No, I think my sister got all the sass. Oh, wow. What have you been called? Sexy? Uh, Few and far between, I'd say. Um,
1: Do you remember when we went to that gas station in Pennsylvania and we were driving cross-country and you were dressed up as a cat because it was the morning after Halloween and the lady at the cash register in this podunk town in Pennsylvania said... Oh, what are you for Halloween? and you leaned over and said, "I'm a sexy cat yeah <laughs> scared the hell out of her <laughs>
2: yeah, I didn't scare the hell out of her. I mean she's oh. got a story to tell too yeah um but uh yeah no i I don't know i there's it, there's a there's a wide range of opposite words, like you either get eccentric over the top, Jake, or you kind of get pulseless Jake ooh, dead, dead. Dead, dead suffering from a major case of deadness
1: bruins win romo is playing in golf yeah anything else you need to talk about here
2: uh not really i mean we'll circle up on bed of the day but uh i i mean i pegged last night's two nba games check the tapes on it um these these two series were going seven games from the start um jimmy my hot take all-time hot take um, I just think Golden State wins tonight. I, I've been beating the drum on this from the start. Everyone's I freaking out about out Durant. I you giving out free money. Did you hear that? Um, I, think, uh, I think Golden State just wins tonight, and that's why they're an all-time great team, and we'll look back and say, like, Houston was good.
1: Okay, good call. Uh,
2: it's, it's, a little bit, it's a little bit of my hot take slash you lean into a hot take when there's an opportunity for Is it. Is saying
1: Golden State wins a hot take? What's changed? Yeah, I mean, dude.
2: Pe- people are saying that g- this is, like, the m- the most vulnerable Golden State's ever been. Like, they're done. Durant's not going to play. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, I just think Steph Curry, Clay Thompson have proved proven what they can do. Splash and brothers. The Splash bros. Uh, some people call them the trash bros, dude. Um, I and, thought that uh, was
1: Houston Astros.
2: Chris Paul's been awful. And, I mean, if they're a James Harden bad game away from... Houston losing and I as a casual
1: basketball observer is uh, Chris Paul like a bummer
2: um so there's two different things with Chris Paul he's one of the most fun and entertaining and good basketball playing point guards there's ever been when he's right um he's in this weird stage right now where his contract is about to get really bad for where he's at in life and he's kind of on the wrong team in Houston. Like he's he's playing sh- he's being a shooting guard. <laughs> he's a guy that's going to be a Hall of Fame point guard. He's playing shooting guard right now. Um, and dude, so the other side is also that his antics have become just the straight worst.
1: That's what I. That's what I, that's what I see the most of.
2: The absolute worst. And it when you're playing well, and this goes back to the winning kind of cures everything. And if you're good, it it covers it up. Like, you you can get away with it. Like, oh, Chris Paul's an NBA superstar. Yeah, he complains and he flops here and there, but it is what it is. It's gotten, like, so brutally bad and uncomfortable. Um, so that sucks.
1: Good stuff. Let's go to halftime. <laughs> you, got any, you
2: got any halftime updates for everyone? You excited for the weekend? Um, No. Who's dying in Thrones this weekend? Dude.
1: I'm so not excited for Thrones anymore at all. It's almost like I have to watch it out of just, just I have put in my completion. time. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I don't need to it, see the next two episodes anymore.
2: I, see, I'm going to disagree with you because it's need. Need is the key word. I think want like there was such a want like, yes, give me this Thrones back. Now it's turned into need. Like I, all right, I'm, I'm going to need to watch these just because I need to. Um, but yeah, man, it's kind of, that's, that's where I was last week. I was just like, so drained from the first three that it was like, all right, like, like right now we're in game of Thrones is a baseball hitter in a slump. Like, you're just like, wow, this is tough to watch. Just give me something like, give me something good that I can bite into and be like, oh, wow. You hit a double in the gap. Nice. Um, like, that's what we need from Thrones. This has been the one they've been hyping up, um, (laughs) after game, after episode three was a dud, they (laughs) were hyping up this one. I think we're going to get a lot of deaths. That's the assumption.
1: Yeah. My thing is...
2: Cersei, your girl, Chen.
1: I like Cersei. Like, I'm rooting for Cersei and Sansa. But, (sighs) it's been bad. Like, I liked the last episode more than the first three but right. because of how squeezed this season has been right i still look at episode 2 and i just get straight angry that that's what they did with their time
2: right agree Agreed. like you and you can st- you can take that concept and still use it and have it be fun for half an episode even but a full episode it's like what
1: there was nothing
2: what was this um so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. I don't know. Not not a hot take. I, I think Arya goes down this week. Um, I think Whoa. she's the biggest one to go down. But I think we get a lot of deaths.
1: Yeah. Whoa, that was nuts, Jake. Oh yeah. You watched? Uh, there's a new show on HBO called Chernobyl. That's it's a mini series, so it's only one season, which are so much better because they have a finite ending planned. Right. Watch the watch the first half of the episode is pretty good. But uh I don't know if uh, I don't you don't like start new shows, but you should maybe check out Chernobyl. Whoa. Well um, you don't start new shows at the same pace as I do, I should say.
2: Yeah, I mean it's A, it's a mini series. It's not it's not starting mad men. Um and B yeah, I mean my I it looks really well made and the commercials and stuff look pretty awesome. I, I think the, the part that worries me the most is like uh I Just like really knowing a lot of the details of Chernobyl. Because right now, right now in my head, like Chernobyl is like a bad page in a textbook in high school that was like, wow, they did something really bad. And now I feel like I'm going to learn the whole story and be like, wow, humans fucking suck. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So. right. I'm going to finish my circus doc today, too. Nice. Oh, I watched this documentary. I know I just blew a whistle. I watched this documentary called um, The Man, The Perfect Bid, and it's about this guy. Oh, it's about this guy who studied prices right for decades, Jake. He had a...
2: Okay. I saw you tweet about this, yeah. He
1: had an Excel sheet of, like, every prize that went up, because they would reuse the same prize. Right. So every prize, there was like, you know, sedan, four-door, with all the options, and then the price. So he, just, and then he just memorized every prize and then he would go on the show. He got, he, dude, it was so, it's so sad and awkward because this dude dedicated his life to it. And part of me's like, okay, do what makes you happy. He didn't win any money himself. He won a couple. He went to like 30 tapings and he would just help people from the crowd because he knew the exact price. So he he helped other people win. That guy didn't give him credit. And they, like, sh- cut to Drew Carey talking about it, and he's just like, yeah, that guy, it's fucking weirdo in the crowd, ruined it for everyone. And it's like his point of pride. Everyone right. else is like, no, kind of creepy.
2: That was, that was his giving back, and it was weird and bad. Weird and bad. All right, let's go to the news.
0: I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad.
2: I just had to laugh. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news.
0: A
1: Tennessee judge posted a link on Facebook saying that he thinks Jews should get the fuck over the Holocaust cost. Can't say that. Bad thing to say. You're a bad guy. Uh, BBC's Danny Baker tried to one-up him and compared the royal baby Archie to a chimp. Meghan Markle's kid can't say that. He says, I fucked up badly. You sure did. You sure did. Why do these people have the ability to say these things into microphones? A woman accidentally drops her phone in the sea and a whale returns it to her. No, it didn't. A man fleed the police telling his dog to attack, but his pit bull turned and bit his butt instead. And a park in Berlin has marked fixed places where drug dealers can stand and do their job.
0: I read the news today,
1: It wasn't a lot, so I had to include those first two. But basically, like, what are you doing? What did you? What? Yeah,
2: i I, I mean, the uh, the Holocaust thing, like, no. Like such such no. Um. I mean, I I you feel like there could be something there with the BBC guy trying to make a a joke about a baby being a little monkey, but like it's. Like not probably not gonna hit then it and not good um, you don't think I'm, so jimmy i I uh <laughs> your reaction to the whale article made me made me need to click it, and I need you to click it because I need you to look at the photo they opened up with
1: okay woman accidentally drops phone and see and a whale returns it, and it's just a stock image. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a stock image of a woman holding her head going, oh, my God.
2: A stock photo of a woman pretending to be shocked is what they opened that article with.
1: Dude, you remember the turtle article that that reporter never responded to me.
2: It's kind of a crock of shit, huh?
1: What was her name? Sabrina Shutters?
2: It Sounds like you knew it.
1: I think it was Sabrina Shutters. I'm going to go te- check that out. So let's see who wrote this article. Uh, written by Courtney Pochen. And she writes, Earlier this week, Ina Mansika from Norway went down to the coast in Hammerfest with some friends in hopes of spotting a very special creature. The group were on the lookout for a beluga whale that has been lingering in the sea. But while waiting on the dock to catch a glimpse of the animal in question, her phone fell out of her pocket and into the water. The young woman assumed the device was lost to her forever. But then something absolutely incredible happened. Manseek's phone to her was returned moments later by the very same whale she'd come to see. Well, I will say this. Beluga whales are incredibly smart. And they interact with humans. And there's a video... Of the whale returning the phone. It did happen. he has got the phone in its mouth. Comes to the surface. And gives her the phone. Poop on my face. Wow. there's a real thing that happened Jake.
2: And it's like how do you not open with that? Instead you open with a shocked woman stock photo? That's. That is. Super cool. You have internet gold on your hands. A whale returning a phone to a woman, and you open with the stock photo of a shocked person <laughs> i mean i I think that's on the editor right i i mean I don't know how the mirror dot co dot u k operates but come on yeah yeah man
1: that's i mean the cool video's so cool just put that at as the lead do you know that i i went to uh mystic museum aquarium aquarium and i have a video on youtube i'll send it to you right here
2: send it to me right in here
1: because it's not on this youtube account it was on a different youtube account i'll send that to you right there if anyone in the chat that's watching live wants to see it it's this stupid video of a little girl sticking her tongue out at a beluga whale
2: i remember this yeah. This was uh, who's your like fake once a year annual girlfriend? Was this with her? Um, no, it was with Kelly. Oh, okay.
1: Um, so I took this video and I put like some really dumb music behind it.
2: <laughs> I Disagree. I think it's great music.
1: It's just like free music, and I put it on YouTube. Uh, I forget what I did this for, and it's a cool video. A uh, girl. It only has 2,475 views, Jake. Right. Some company that makes like animal videos bought this. I got a thousand bucks from this video. Nice. It only has 2,400 views. But yes, some and zero comments. <laughs> but somewhat, some company that wanted to put it in their like beluga whale documentary or, or something like that bought it from me for uh, like a thousand bucks.
2: I mean, it's just a good time. You got a a young little girl there sticking her tongue out at a beluga whale who he's like, he's bringing it right back at her. It's a great time.
1: Uh, That whale was named Juno, and I believe it passed away a couple years ago.
2: Oh, man.
1: They would have like a mariachi band come and play, and it would dance in the water to the
2: music. So, yeah, beluga whales are fun. I'm not seeing any... Juno Death stuff here. What's the name of that aquarium? Mystic Aquarium. Beluga Whale,
1: Juno. Yeah, Juno, Beluga Whale, Mystic Aquarium. Uh, Die.
2: Yeah, I think that was Miki. Oh, it's Dad? Yeah, I think Juno's still good. Cool. Good job, Juno. Whew, did we dodge a bullet?
1: Yeah know, made me a thousand bucks all for just, and that little girl. All I did was hold my GoPro up as another little girl played with a whale.
2: Did you technically exploit a child?
1: I don't know. I think like not technically, but I think p- people could say that.
2: Okay. Well, I'll put that in the back. I definitely
1: pocket. exploited that museum. Like, I feel like they could be like, that's our money.
2: Yeah, that's, <laughs> this was at our museum, sir. Aquarium. Aquarium. I, I hate to get tough on that, but we. Oh my God! Do you see that fly,
1: dude? I've got a fly in this room for a while now. I'm gonna snap at some point and just that was start. A big one, man. Yeah. Oh, it's it's one fly. It's in here. Yeah. I got to do the Ben Stiller. I got to hunt it down and do the Ben Stiller technique and kill it.
2: But that was a big old fly.
1: It's loud. I just don't like when they're loud.
2: Anyway, I mean, you're next, man. That's the second most powerful thing in that room. Zimmer's in here. I know.
1: And there's some dugout mugs.
2: He could eat all of those. It's coming down to you and the fly. All right. A uh, a man
1: fleed the police and told his dog to attack, and the dog attacked him. Isn't this a scene from the jerk?
2: Um. Well, let's let's click the link and find out. I think there is something like that in The Jerk, right? He's like, not me, them. Yeah, that's got to be a a bad feeling. Davis was with his pit bull and was carrying his hair care products. He was told by cops to lay on the ground, and he complied while hugging his dog. But a few moments after, he changed his mind and said, y'all going to have to kill us. Um... Before running off with the animal, Davis was hit with a stun gun. Davis got up, ran off, let go of his dog before pointing at the officers and saying, kill him, boy, kill him. The dog instead attacked Davis, biting him in the buttocks, then attempted to bite his head. Davis ran into his apartment to hide. Um, he was found hiding under an SUV, um, charged with aggravated assault, on law enforcement, an account of resisting an officer. Uh, the dog is being cared for until found a new home. It's a
0: good
1: story all around, huh?
2: It kind of is, right? Like, everything worked out. This um, is
1: a movie scene, I don't know if it's a jerk, where they tell the dog to attack, and the dog attacks them, and they say, not me, you idiot, them! Yeah. I don't know what it is.
2: Um... Yeah, that's a that's one of those moments as a dog owner, like you didn't do enough, man. In in your moment, you you, because you didn't train your you clearly didn't train your dog the point and kill command, so you were just throwing a hail mary that your dog would step up for you in this moment, and your dog said, "Fuck that, I'm gonna take a couple jabs at you before I find a new home." Yeah, Tim, shut up. He's so, interested.
1: I don't know what he did. He might have just gotten pooped. What about this, uh, this crackhead story, Jake, in Berlin?
2: Crackhead story? Uh, Berlin. Drug dealers. Uh, park in Berlin marks fixed places where drug dealers can stand. I mean, are these legal drugs?
1: <laughs> no. So it's basically like stand here so the cops can find you easier. That's not the intention. The intention of the park is, like, we want the kids to feel safe, so if you're selling drugs, please go over here. But they didn't get... It's not legal drugs, and the cops aren't okay with it, so it's basically, like, (laughs) stand here to get arrested, please, sir. I think it said, like, they have decriminalized some of it. it. Still seems very much like a trap. Like, if you're a drug dealer and you're standing... In that square that they marked off with chalk, selling drugs, and you get arrested for selling drugs, you're gonna feel like a big dumb dumb. How'd you find me? Well, you're standing in, you know, the drug dealer square. So we just figured you might be selling drugs. Turns out you are. Now you're arrested. Shit, should have thought of that when I started selling drugs in the drug dealer square.
2: This is. So ridiculous. I would I would stand half on, half over the line, and sell drugs. No, I just stand there and say, "Who am I?" Yeah,
1: that's how you get guilty. They show me the drugs, and they plant drugs on you and arrest you just to get their things. That's your Who guy. Who
2: planted the drugs on me? The cops. Half of me was in the safe zone, though. I wasn't oh, even in the other side, dude. They tackled you, planted you're in jail. That's how the system works. You think I'm letting a cop tackle me fully into the drug side when I've been preparing for this all day, straddling the line? He tasered you first. I see him coming. Oh no 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 no! You saw? I've that. got cameras set up. Y- you saw? I've that been guy planning coming. my whole life for this. <laughs> I take the cop down, Jim. Now I sue them for tasering me. I'm rich. Problem solved. Next question.
1: Where do you sell your drugs at the next time?
0: Oh,
2: fuck. They got me. Mm. Thought you not weren't selling, selling drugs. drugs. What? I'm not selling drugs. If you
1: could sell any drug, what would you go sell on a street corner?
2: Um, coffee. It's
1: a good call. I was going to say Safe ibuprofen. Like, if, if you went somewhere it's where it's like men only. Because, like, moms and girlfriends always have ibuprofen in their purse. Right. So you got to go somewhere where there's that doesn't exist. And then just be the ibuprofen stand. Maybe a place where a lot of hungover people are. Denny's and, like, diners should just offer ibuprofen.
2: Yeah, I think they have some of those, like, those those drug machines you never get drugs out of. I feel like you'd find those in a place like that.
1: Oh, Yeah. I'm thinking of a waitress having that, like, coin dispenser they have in the arcade, you know? Right. right. And it's just ibuprofen and some, like, other pills, over-the-counter pills. You sit down at Denny's, and you're, know, like, order a short stack, and you're like, oh, you're looking pretty rough. <laughs> Here's some ibuprofen. And then you get millions of tips.
2: Just legalized shrooms in Denver.
1: Yeah, you excited about that?
2: Uh, not really. I haven't looked into it at all because I just assuming everything with the government. Like when they legalize weed places, it takes like a year and a half to get there. So I guess when I see my first like shroom store, I'll be like, okay, what's that? Um. Oh my god, noodle! You want to do some shrooms, buddy? We got flying people again. Classic. Gonna be loud. Maybe I am on shrooms. Wow. Flying people.
1: Flying people. What? You ever you ever thought about being a trapeze artist?
2: No. Okay.
1: Oh, dude, this is what I wanted to tell you. So I'm tell watching me. I'm tell watching me. this, and then we'll do better the day. I'm watching the circus documentary on Netflix. Tell me you
2: saw a Walenda family member.
1: Dude, I'm watching the circus doc. I'm in heaven. I'm loving it. And then they just go, and then the flying Walendas. And they yes. show me these motherfuckers walking over the Grand Canyon with no safety net in like 1910 and jumping on the tightrope.
2: That's when it was real, man.
1: And then they show the whole family. Dude, the whole family, like Nick Walenda's doing it now. His great, great, great grandfather started it in like 1890. I hate this whole family.
2: It's Lieutenant Dan just tightroping. I was like, come on, circus!"
1: I almost skipped because I really don't like them. I almost just hit the 30-second skip ahead. Like, I don't want to hear about the Willendas. Oh, I know it. I'm not interested in watching you play Russian roulette.
2: A lot of people are.
1: I know. Sick fucks. Yeah. You want to watch someone risk their life today? Yeah, no, I'd love wanna, to see someone almost die.
2: You want to bring up a YouTube video of someone giving birth?
1: That's life. That's the opposite.
2: How many times have you done that? Well, Projo has did it, but I I watched. I mean, you were... (laughs) If there's ever been an accomplice (laughs) 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 to get in trouble in the court of law, (laughs) you would have been the accomplice. Yeah, but
1: that's a funny time. Hey, what are you guys doing? Uh, Welcome to the pregame. We got a live birth on the big screen here. You want to sit down and watch? What the fuck? Yeah, what kind of college potty is this? What was that? I was our neighbor when he walked in that one time. Hey, turn it down, turn it down. What
2: the fuck are you guys
0: watching?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Throws up, gets out of there. (laughs) Promise me you won't ever go over there. Uh, All right, let's do better. Better
0: the day. It's the better the day. Better the day. Better the day.
1: Bet of the day, bet of the day. Jakey Jakey's back on his hot streaky. And I agreed with you yesterday.
2: Yeah, because you know I'm hot. Yeah.
1: He's hot. He's hot. He's now three and one on the week. And and folks, since he started exclusively betting NBA playoff basketball, he is eight and one in his last nine bets eight and one that is nothing to sneeze at he's 45 and 39 overall highlight of his life can he keep this ride going or he or will he regress to the mean and mediocrity of his existence jake what do you got
2: by the way, there's been two fake half bets in there that those have hit. It was the Bucks at the Celtics and the Sixers last night. So I mean, it's uh, so, there's something happening here.
1: Yeah, what what it, what it is? Not very clear.
2: Oh,
1: music. I think I know what happened to you.
2: Makes it. What do you think happened? Remember a
1: couple days ago when you told me you texted me? You said, "Dude, I just sneezed so hard, I fell on the ground and hit my head." And then my nose started bleeding I think that was when it happened And it clicked and started That getting
2: never wet. happened And if you could not joke about that Because that's how I got my seizure So Just really messed up
1: So it did happen? Just many years ago?
2: Yeah, but that wouldn't explain Getting hot a week ago Like you It's said. delayed Delayed reaction But it's just really messed up You'd bring that up uh, Jimmy, if you've been listening um, Well, hey We thank you uh, Thank- you're
1: thanking me for listening to you?
2: I gave the bet of the day earlier.
1: Yeah, Warriors. Jimmy,
2: Houston is favored by seven. Why? Dude, I'm telling <laughs> so, so I I think it's funny because you and I live in this world where you, you've you seen a lot of sports and you're, you're kind of watching it from a distance where the Warriors are going to be the Warriors until they lose. Like that's just a fact yeah. um, slash until next season um when they lose like a couple of their core pieces. Um, they are still the Warriors. Kevin Durant is out. He's awesome. He's might be the best basketball player in the world. Golden State plays differently when it's Steph and Clay. They basically get to play a video game out there. And guess what? They're usually really good at it. Um, you're a hard in a way a hard and bad day at the office from this being Warriors like easy I mean, you just take the seven points and you say, oh, okay.
1: I like that it's such a big number.
2: Yeah. It's seven and a half? Seven. Okay.
1: Um, now, does it worry you that the one bet that you've lost in this stretch was when you bet the Warriors?
2: Houston Golden State. say... Um, yeah, but uh, there was a couple plays there that could have been the difference, and they still had the shot to cover. So, I mean, it, it was what it was, and, I mean, eventually the gods have to keep me in check a little bit. Um,
1: Are you worried that your NBA record right now is 19-19, and 19, and it's you've always had trouble getting over the edge when you know the edge is there?
2: No, I'd say my biggest fear, Jim, is, is that— That skunk? N- oh, no, I— Take care of that skunk Actually no I'm still scared of it But that's why I moved But um, Jimmy My biggest fear is I get this bet right I'm 20 and 19 And then I don't think I can bet any more NBA games Because I can't risk Dropping to 500 or lower Once I win this tonight I can walk away and say yeah I'm a a winning NBA gambler
1: I think that's almost There's so many other sports going on right now, and there will be very few NBA series the rest of the way. I think if you get above 500, you don't make... I think you're right. You don't make another NBA bet. But I'm so
2: hot with NBA. It's like I'm costing myself money by winning this game. Like, if I lose this... Then I'm back to under 500. I have a chance. I'm I'm gonna win two more games after that to get above. You know what I'm saying?
1: I think once you're above 500, you let that ride throughout the summer, so that all summer, right? Like when the there's when there's no NBA games for you to bet on bet of the day, you can always every day say, "Man, I wish there's NBA." I'm over 500 with those.
2: I'm just I, that's going to happen, and then it's it's but it potentially ends this hot streak. You know what I'm saying?
1: No, you just move the hot streak onto MLB. I got faith in you.
2: I, just, you're an idiot.
1: I got faith in faith.
2: Who's faith? No, you don't. By the way.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway Jakey, Jakey about no.
1: Oh! Oh! is no! no! smart. Yes. Mystique. I hit both. I hit it both. Is
2: spoken. Oh, we're gonna have to check the replay on that. I that all I heard was mistakey first. I hit both. We're gonna have to. we we'll, if you have tweeted us.
1: I'll check the tape when I edit.
2: I would check the tape. All I heard was the big mistakey there. This is fucked. Wow. All
1: because I all because I said anyway, and it reminded me of John Sterling and it made me laugh. And
2: you then got my emotional.
1: my fingers. My finger slipped.
2: The sun will
0: come out. Tanaka. Bet your bottom dollar with Tanaka. The sun will shine. Anyway, Tanaka.
1: <laughs> All right. We're out of here, guys. Thank you for hanging out with us. Have a great weekend. We appreciate it. If you haven't subscribed on the podcast app to John Boy and Jake Radio, do that and leave a review. Some people have to review, Jake, when I... I said, just leave a fucking review already last right. week. And one guy left a five-star review and said, uh, here's your fucking review. I actually really liked that.
2: Hey, it's strong. It was nice. Another you guy, wa- You really want this? Well, here you go.
1: Another guy only gave us four stars because you say "Crooklin."
2: Right. Well, that's... that's on him. I didn't think you said Crooklyn that much. I didn't say it a lot. Yeah. It was the name of a TV show, dude. Get over it.
1: Don't 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 joke around with those five star reviews. Shit's currency for us.
2: It's spin rate.
1: Spin rate. Where's the uh, best song ever? See you guys. Enjoy your weekend. Jake, try to remember your Friday so we can judge it better next week. No way,
2: brother.
0: No way.